Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about how bounties need an update in Destiny. The bounty system is great, but I do think there's a lot of room for improvement. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. Uh, we come in, you can discuss them, submit questions. If you're watching on YouTube, hit and like, subscribe, and the little bell button does help me out. So this this was kind of spurred on by a discussion that started when we were talking about the obvious as well as talking about the new Sundial boss. And I was like, you know what? There's a lot of people giving input on this. Let's do its own video, just this subject, that the bounties need an update. And I want to be fair, though. I want to start with the good. I do think they've done a lot of really, really good things with the bounty system, especially starting with Shadowkeep. But then I want to I talk about the problem. I think the bounties pose a bit of a problem and a challenge right now with $10 seasonal content, with playing the game either at a hardcore or casual level. Uh, and then I want to end with the ideal. I want to end with, here are some things they could do, I think, to improve the bounty experience. Uh, I'm not taking issue with speed. I, I'm not saying weeklies need to be really, really fast or we should be able to blitz weeklies and get our obelisk leveled up really quickly. A lot of people are going to hear me say these things. They're going to immediately run to the comments and be like, well, they're weeklies. They should take a while. Just hang with me. Let me get to when I make my suggestions before you start doing that. Okay, so let's just talk about the good. Shadowkeep and Season of the Undying brought, I think, a really great update to the bounty system. They overhauled Shax and Zavala. You got your weeklies, dailies, and repeatables. Repeatables are a good source for Bright Dust, as well as just XP in general. You also had a great, that similar bounty system was on Ikora, the Lectern Table on the Moon, as well as Eris Morn. I think that was a really, really good update, so much so that I would love to see similar treatment to all the NPCs, whether it's a planetary NPC or any other places that we're going. I love the daily, weekly, and repeatable. Just this week alone in the dawning, I am really enjoying the bright dust, the double XP. You should be doing as many of the Ava Levante bounties as you possibly can. Rake in the double XP, get all that bright dust. I really do think the bounty system that they brought, starting in Shadowkeep and even now as they as they're evolving it and spreading it to other places i'm i'm really enjoying the presence of the bounties in the game quantitatively it's great i think for a variety of players and activities there's a lot of quantity you can kind of go anywhere and always have some bounties to grab to boost your xp and then it gives you that leveling presence in the game if you're trying to get your artifact or your season pass to go up make sure you're grabbing those bounties it kind of harkens back and brings back that feeling from d1 of checking those boxes and feeling that sense of progression repeatables leveling and the frames you got to remember the weapon bounty system has also really i think had an influence over weapon frames like we had at ikora the lectern and now the sundial i think the frames are all some of the best updates in destiny 2 and i mean that i really do i think the repeatable bounties and the frame bounties for weapons and the leveling uh and the you know all of it i think are really some of the best updates that the game has received so i want to start with that because i am going to be critical and i don't want people to think like man things have been going really really well why, why are you complaining my main concern and, and the reason i'm making this video is especially for season of dawn the engine that's sort of driving obelisk progression are the weekly obelisk bounties and then the obelisks are the engine attached to making the sundial a really rewarding experience so you can't really get around the weeklies you've really got to engage with them and do them and i think they are sort of the entry point to that sense of progression this season and i feel like they're structured in a way that's really really unhelpful got a lot of agreement on my twitter you know last night i sent out a tweet got a lot of agreement from other players and streamers about it so let's talk about the problem Beginning in Shadowkeep, this isn't a new problem with Season of Dawn, I believe it's just a little bit more noticeable, but beginning in Shadowkeep, it became very clear that a lot of the bounties are way better solo. I was trying to do some of the Nightmare bounties the one day, and I remember being irritated, and I said, I wish I could just go into Nightmare Hunts by myself. I would be trying to get melee kills on the Majors, or trying to do a certain thing with a certain weapon. Whatever it is I was trying to do, trying to get finishers on Nightmares, things like that. Whenever I was working on those bounties in a team, I was always irritated. It was like, if I could just go in there by myself, I would. That was kind of the beginning of realizing that bounty grinding is way better by yourself. Now, in the past, when I would do Spider's Bounty for the enhancement cores or make sure and grab my gunsmith bounties and all those things, I I, I noticed that they were definitely you know better and more expeditious when I was by myself. 
but it never really bothered me because I wasn't trying to do something super specific to leveling or progression within the season itself and I believe the obelisk bounties have really brought a lot of attention on how bounties are poorly designed in Destiny because they're sort of the entry point and main engine of progression in Season of Dawn Dawn sort of doubled down because not only are they better when you're by yourself, the bounties but they're really, really specific and they're very, very long weeklies if you think about it if 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 you compare the weekly bounties of Obelisk to others they are quite a bit longer if you're just playing naturally and not really trying to burn through them. Now us hardcore players are always going to find out the quickest way to get them done, you know, you're going to go to the, the the Castellum on the Leviathan or something, or you're going to find places to get it done quickly. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, want, I really want to defend the people that do that. Anytime you're given a bounty, its very nature is telling you to fixate on something and focus on it. So it's totally understandable that somebody says, I have to kill a certain number of captains. Where are there lots of captains? I have to kill lots of Cabal with critical hits with a bow. Where can I do that and not worry about people stealing my kills or getting in my way if they're making you fixate on something I don't believe players are doing anything that's weird or abnormal or wrong by going to places by themselves and trying to get these done as quickly as possible now the reason that I believe this is dangerous is seasonal solo play I believe is risky for loyalty and the sundial is match made the only real reason people come together now is to cash in bounties for the bonus or to do sundial but you have to keep something in mind if somebody's spending a lot of their play sessions by themselves working on bounties they may be less likely to team up with their buddies to do sundial because it's a little less convenient maybe they're working on bounties too oh I finished my bounties you want to go run some sundial no I'm, I'm working on mine right now I'm in a lost sector I had people responding to my tweet saying that like them and their buddies get in a party and they go into strikes or nightfalls and then they all split up and go to lost sectors I just yeah you're together but not really like you're just together so you can have a conversation and to make sure nobody pulls you forward in the strike because they you know they move forward hit a checkpoint and die or something so like you're not really playing together my concern would be loyalty I feel like if you're constantly booting up the game, playing by yourself, and then taking advantage of, of matchmaking in, in Sundial, you're never really going to feel tethered to the game in any communal sense. Now, I think it's great that Sundial has matchmaking, but you're kind of adding to an existing problem. You're, you're, you're motivating people to split up and play by themselves with the, with the structure and the design of the bounties, and you're, you're not making it to where they even have to come together for the sundial. Now, I, I think matchmaking for sundial needs to stay, but it's being combined, I think, with a bad situation. If people were already naturally playing together to complete bounties, then they would just sort of naturally flow right into the sundial in two or three-man teams, or maybe grab some other people. So, at its core, bounties should not be slower if you're working with other people and they are right now because people are stealing your kills people are doing something and you're trying to do something and you're conflicting with each other it happened today in strikes I was trying to get grenade kills I threw my grenade and as I threw my grenade somebody else blew up all the people I threw and I'm like well well I we, we gotta run another one which wasn't a problem I wasn't mad but that's like a microcosmic example of like how when people are with you it can slow you down and that's not ideal I know people are going to push back and say just play with other people and let it happen on its own you have to understand people have like limited play time if you can only play for two or three hours and you know the obelisk bounties are going to take about two to two and a half hours to do by yourself by yourself all eight weeklies take about two to two and a half hours if you're really really being smart about it if that's your entire play session, I don't think that's a good treatment of the player base. They should be able to do them in two to two and a half hours with the fire team, not by themselves. So let's talk about the ideal. What do I think they should do? Out of the gate, okay, I don't want weeklies and bounty progression to be super easy and super fast. However, they they shouldn't be slower if you play with other people. I should be able to play with other people and progress on my bounties just as quickly as if I'm by myself. And I think a way to do that would be to take the weeklies at the obelisks. So this is a more specific example. The weeklies at the obelisk, there should be, there's two right now, right? There's two. One of those should be for the planet that they come from, and the other should be for the sundial. 
So you grab the two from the EDZ, and one of them should just be complete things on the EDZ, and you get more progression maybe from heroic public events, but you're grabbing patrols, you're doing lost sectors, you're doing public events. That motivates you to play with other players because they're not going to interfere with that, okay? Then the other one is complete these, get so many kills, do so many whatever in the sundial, and they need to be shared. If I'm in the sundial standing next to you, and we both have the same bounties, it doesn't make me mad that you're shooting other enemies, and I'm shooting other enemies. We're both getting credit. There should be some sort of an assist, you know, mechanism in the bounties, so that we're just naturally engaging with the content, and naturally coming together to proceed. It doesn't matter speed, it's about the experience. I don't care if it takes me two hours to do the weeklies, it's not about the time, it's about the experience and I really, really worry that people are just going to keep splitting up, siloing off and not playing together, and I don't think that's good for the seasonal content all bounties should work well together you should be able to finish a bounty just as quickly with the group, not slower with the group, and presently it's a whole lot slower to play with other people when doing them, and they are a magnificent value point, they've added such good value to the game, that sense of daily progression that sense of daily achievement but they're really splitting people up and motivating them to not play with others which I don't think is good for Destiny lengthy grind on bounties is fine, too specific and lengthy combined together if they're too specific and they're lengthy and you're solo I think that's a really really bad recipe right now that needs to be addressed we're going to transition to Q&A if you're listening to this on iTunes Google Play Spotify or watching on YouTube you can probably catch me live right now at say no to rage.com as always please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about how the bounties in this game do need a bit of an update. I did say they brought a lot of good to the game, but they need some quality passes to make them promote more play with other players and not be so difficult to progress. Uh, everybody's kind of playing solo. If you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at SayNoToRage.com. I'm probably live right now. I am going to be playing Strikes with some buds, um, so if you don't feel like I'm contributing enough and you want to get self-righteous on my YouTube comments, they know what they're signing up for. Just trying to get the essence for the dawning. So if I'm not contributing enough uh, and you think I'm I'm getting carried or whatever, uh, I, I hope my face doesn't indicate that I care what you think. T-Funk says, why do you think Bungie is gun-shy for shared bounties? What? Uh, how would it work? How would both parties need the same b- bounty for it to share? Could one person do bounties for everyone? Well, like, here's the thing. If you have the one, the, the one that I was doing, the one that I was doing in the blind well it did i wasn't even in the same party with those people it's just as long as i was in proximity of the people pulling the trigger i was getting credit for scorn kills because that's what everybody says like what about afkers right what about afkers well that's not that's not an issue right that's not an issue the the issue is how do you make it to where as long as i'm in proximity i get credit and that's why it should literally just be either have something that contributes to points, you know, have something that contributes to points. So kills, orb generation, all that, you know, and just that do that in the blind well, or, or in this case, it would be do it in the sundial, or in another case, it would be do it, do it on the, the tangled shore or do it, do it in a particular place. So it doesn't matter if there's people nearby, as long as you're in proximity of people that are playing the game and doing stuff, you would be getting credit and that's the point is right now I have to get like kills with a bow on Cabal and they have to be they have to be crit kills so when someone's playing with me and they start killing things that I'm working on well now you're slowing my progress down and that's just irritating and I know people are like well just play it doesn't matter it does matter it's annoying like the fact that I'm working on something and it's going to take me longer especially when you're like oh I only need three more and you spend the remainder of the this, this, this strike um, not, not getting the thing that you need and then you're like, well, got to run another one now. You know, I, th- that, that just extends your, you know, oh, dude, I needed two more and I can't. And again, that's what people are going to do. When you have limited time, there's this, people have this idea in their brain that like, we're doing the wrong thing by trying to find out the fastest way to complete the bounties. No, we're not. If, if you have limited time, you're playing on a Saturday night and you want to get them done as quickly as possible, that's a completely like, 
logical thing to do to say I have limited time I want to get this done as quick as I can I don't think you're acting strange or doing something weird you're you've got a limited amount of time and also you got to consider for bounties like the weeklies on the obelisk if you don't do the weeklies this week you're behind you're not getting that fractaline so like you're gonna want to do all eight bounties on all three characters and with limited amounts of time you're really really gonna feel that pain when you're running those weeklies with buddies and taking forever to complete them and you know I could focus on this for two hours play by myself and get it done I watched Lono do it or my buddy said that's what he did the other night like whatever the case may be and I just think that's not ideal so if you simplify them I think that's the other thing people are forgetting is you don't have to keep the bounties the same as they are now it's not like oh my gosh how are you gonna you're gonna count this guy for getting crit shots with the bow on the cabal doesn't he have to have the same bounty as me or he's not gonna be trying to go get crit shots with the bow you know on cabal well that you'd have to simplify them it'd be like get points in strikes get points in the sundial and you would just you would get points in a certain way and I know that's not as specific as bounties typically are but do we need bounties to be super specific or can we just have bounties be just that like team up with your buddies and get it done you know or you could have it be assist driven too like if it's like get so many major kills okay well as long as you land shots on the major you're fine you're going to you know you're going to get credit and the game is going to consider you you know working on it you could do it that too you could say oh well you've done you've done x number of assists on majors and that adds up right half of a point on each one or something Nobody went to the left one. You guys. So that's how I would do it. I would share them. I would restructure them so it makes sense that we're sharing them. It wouldn't make sense to share ones that are super hyper specific, like get crit kills with a bow on Cabal or something. Like, obviously, that's where it gets a little funky. It's like, well, how do you share that? Um, and I just. Was that exotic on the ground? I think that exotic was on the ground. I just got a Winter's Guile. It's 55 arc, though. Um. Anyway, next question is from Forza says, "How do you feel about the way the XP system is? The best way for XP outside of the dawning is to just do lost sector bounty loop instead of running engaging activities." I feel like I maybe need to do a separate video on leveling because I do feel like when we talk about bounties, this is a natural thing that sort of happens. I just got the black talon catalyst. People people start to fixate on you know, leveling leveling is kind of dumb right now. If I do all my pinnacles and my milestones, I am not leveling up as fast as a guy who's just grabbing bounties and running the same lost sector on the moon, right? That's like that's like the grind that that emerged from watching um, people watching Chevy, you know, race to level this season, or watching the guys last season race to ninety nine. So, I I get it. People are looking at it and saying. That doesn't even make any sense. You're not even playing the game. You're you're grabbing repeatables and burning through your glimmer, and because you're doing that, you're higher level than me. Somebody who is running all my raids, running 100k nightfalls, running master level stuff, running sundial. Um, I would say that we don't need to compare the normal leveling to abnormal leveling. I don't think it's normative to watch somebody just grab repeatables and go run a lost sector. But I do think there's something to be said for we should get a decent amount of XP for strikes, nightfalls, raids, and sundial activities so that when we're running them, right now it feels like you're robbing yourself. Like, I'm especially this, especially during the dawning. People are going to level up like crazy during the dawning because of the double XP from Ava Levante's stuff. So, and, 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 the, and the barrier they put in the way is you need the essence to bake the cookies. Because, like, her, all of her repeatables, you have to deliver to a person. Well, that's a good barrier because you need the essence. So now what people are doing is is they're going into, you know, forges and AFK farming forges because that is one material that is still dropping for an AFK failure in a forge. You you do get the 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 dawning essence that you can bake or whatever. So then they boot up the next day, use all their glimmer probably to get all those repeatables and all of the repeatables are the exact same. They're all go um go deliver a cookie to so and so. And so because of that, uh, because of that, that's why people are, you know, are, are AFK farming 
uh, the forges. But at least they did try to put a barrier between that one. It's like, oh, well, we know repeatables are going to be really, really lucrative um, with Ava Levante because of double XP and people want Bright Dust. Let's make sure and put some type of a barrier between it so people don't just do literally nothing but grab her repeatables all day, every day, and don't do anything else. So they put that barrier now in front. I don't know if there's an easy way to do that for the other repeatables or for the moon repeatables or something. I don't know if there's a way uh, for them to do that. But I think they could look at saying, you know, you should be getting a decent a decent amount of level up on your season pass and your artifact if you're grinding sundial or strikes all day, right? You should get a decent amount of XP. Now, I know that can lead to AFK... AFK, you know, farms and stuff. So you'd have to do something to where they'd have to do something at the end of a strike. Like you need to, you need to go up and, and hit X on the chest, not to get the loot per se, but like you got to go up and hit X on the chest at the end of the strike to get the, you know, the XP or the completion ribbon or something. I don't even know what you'd call it. That would be a way to guard against AFKers, um, getting, uh, XP for free because the the strikes are going to complete and they're going to say mission complete at the end. Um, so I I don't. But again, we got to be careful because like what do we what we did today was we booted up the scourge of the past checkpoint and we did three scourge runs because I'm trying to get an anarchy. You got to be careful because if you start giving bundles of XP for raid you know raid boss clears. You know, people are going to just checkpoint farm and just level up really, really fast. The question you have to ask is, number one, is that that big of a deal? If somebody's willing to do that, why do you care? You know, why why should Bungie care? If the, rem- if the rest of the player base feels a benefit from that, like the rest of the player base is able to say, hey, you know what? I'm able to, I'm able to play and do raids, and do pinnacles, and do a dungeon, or do a master nightmare hunt, or do a whatever, and I'm getting XP from that. If somebody wants to do something weird, and not normative, and odd, like farm a raid boss over and over again to get unusual amounts of XP, how is that that much different or far removed from somebody freaking farming a, a lost sector all day with bounties from, you know, with repeatable bounties? I, I don't know if that's that actually that much different. So, I, I think sometimes we get concerned about what I call phantom fears or, like, the boogeyman. Like, number one, is anybody going to do that? And yes, there would be some that would. And if they do, is it that big of a deal? Is it that big of a deal if somebody's just going to sit there and, like, farm a raid boss for XP? Sometimes I think we just need to live and let live. Like, if that's how people want to play the game, like, who gives a frick? The lion's share of the player base that's engaging with endgame activities like the sundial or the raid or, you know, the dungeon, you know, or any of that stuff. The the lion's share of those people would probably just play like normal. Um, that's what that's what I would say. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm done with this guy. <laughs> I can I can smell I can smell you I know what you're doing T Funk Why do activities give so little XP but bounties are crazy Yeah we just basically talked about this uh, with the previous question Zay Walker Do you fear that if bounties were shared uh, people would be more FKing in the sundial This is where I address this in the beginning I, I do think that would be a concern but I also think that we we kind of already addressed this You would need to be in proximity I can't just go into the blind well and get credit for the kills that are happening. All all over that room by AFKing in the center. Um, you, you, it, it, you would have to be running around and being next to people. That's the way it worked for the loot cave. I don't know if you remember that or not. As long as you were standing next to the people shooting the loot cave, you got loot from the loot cave. So I AFK farmed the freaking loot cave. If you guys remember that in Destiny 1, I would come back after 30 minutes or something. Like I'd go to do something. I was, I was you know, working on schoolwork or something at the time. And then I would come back and there would be a pile of engrams in the loot cave. And all I did to get that pile of engrams was uh, I just had to be standing in the general vicinity of the people that were grinding the loot cave. So it was actually, it was actually pretty awesome. (laughs) Uh, And so you could do it. You could do something very similar, I think. 
uh, Ashen, do you think removing final blow requirements or removing to an older system where you combine damage counts as kills uh, could be a good fix for some of the issues you described? Yes, this is essentially what I outlined at the very, very beginning. I think uh, in a general sense, there are things Bungie can do and they already exist, right? It already exists. It's not like Bungie doesn't have solutions. They already know how to have bounties be shared. They already know how, how to have bounties shared on proximity, so you can't AFK. you got to be next to the people doing it. So they have the solutions inside the game. They just need to apply it. Don't make me get 125 Cabal with crit. Just tell me to kill, you know, and you could make them a lot higher then. You could say, kill 175 Cabal in the sundial. No problem. No problem. I'll just boot up with my buddies. It'll take a while, but... And that's okay. As I said in my video, I'm not arguing for weeklies to be able to be burned through lightning quick, but they sh- they certainly shouldn't be slower if I'm playing with my buddies. They should not be slower. They should be as quick or maybe even arguably quicker if I'm playing with buddies. Executioner. I came in a little late, so I apologize if you covered this. With bounty sharing, you think it would be similar to getting credit for a public event. As long as you do one point of damage and stay in the area, it would give you credit. And if someone else kills the target, do you think it would be able to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we just addressed this. It, proximity would solve it. Uh, TN Muggle. What would you think if they made the bounties complete faster if you were in a fire team? I believe this is a little bit dangerous. I'm not saying that they should complete faster if you were with the fire team, like, automatically. Um... It just certainly should not slow you down. I, I don't. I don't think you should be stiff arming solo players and being like, "Dude, you're you're not going to get anything. You're not going to get any, you know, wear with these bounties unless you join up on a fire team." I don't think that's the answer. But we're doing the exact opposite right now. It's like, dude, you're going to make zero progress if you try and do these bounties while playing with buds. You're going to make so so little progress. You know, you play with your buddies for two hours you're going to get nothing done. I go by myself for two hours and I'll have eight weeklies done in that, in that, in that same amount of time. Um, and I think that's where the, that's where the problem lies is I don't think you should join up with buddies and be able to be like, Oh wow. We, we progress so much faster now. This is great. So then you feel like you always have to do weeklies with a team, but they certainly, uh, they certainly should be as quick as being as quick as doing it solo. Uh, or if it's not as quick, uh, slightly faster, but, but you know, it needs, it needs to be marginal. It needs to be marginal. It can't be absurd. You can't let somebody grab a weekly bounty and run the sundial once and be like, well, all my weeklies are done. It needs, they still weeklies. I agree with people in chat that were saying this yesterday, like weeklies need to take a while. That's why they're called weekly. Uh, Wolfman five, six, eight, uh, says, I don't disagree that bounties uh, currently hurt working with a group, but if it swings too far to group play, it could extremely damage the new light solo player. What do you think they could do to satisfy both ends? We kind of just address this, you know? It's like, I think the happy medium would be just shared. So let's say it tells me I got to kill 175 Cabal in the sundial. Well, just make assists count for half, you know, half half a point. I need 175 points. Uh, one kill is a point half, you know, and an assist is half, half a point that would solve, that would solve the issue, right? You don't have to worry about not getting the kill and you don't have to worry about, Oh, somebody's stealing the kill. You're making progress just by being in there. And then it's okay to have really, really high amounts required. It's like, you need to get 175 for like, gee, many Christmas. No worries. Run the sundial a couple of times and you'll get that one done. That's one weekly, you know, done. Now you could have one that's like. You could, and, and this is why this works, right? You could have one that's like, get bow kills. Get bow kills in the sundial. And you're like, okay, again, assists count as half a point. So as long as you shoot somebody with a bow and someone else kills them, you get half of a point. Um, that's that's what I would say. And and that way, you're still, you're still being sort of directed and doing certain activities or certain things with your loadout. You're still doing that. But you're not doing it in a way that's like so disruptive or like dis or or again discouraging solo play. If you discourage solo play, I think that's a mistake, and that's where I think everybody's kind of drawing the line right now. It's I've not heard a single person say yet that I I think I should be able to do weeklies in ten minutes. You know, 
I, I, I think people are saying it should be shared. But then you didn't get a bow kill, your teammate did. I, I don't know. I don't know how that's a refutation of what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm not a five-year-old. I don't need that explained to me. I understand that if I shoot an enemy with a bow and I don't get the kill, I know that I didn't get the kill with the bow. You're telling me something that's so painfully obvious. It's condescending. Like, of course I know that. The point is, when it tells me to kill Scorn and I'm standing next to people that are killing Scorn, I'm not killing Scorn and I'm getting credit. I'm in the general vicinity of Scorn that are dying. That's why when I went in blind well, it happened so fast. I didn't have to really, I didn't have to like worry about, oh no, people are stealing kills from me. Like, I, it, it doesn't, that doesn't even need to be stated. The point is, is as they are presently designed, it drives people from wanting to play together. And that's a mistake. If I have to get a hundred bow kills and anytime I can't land the follow-up kill shot, I'm going to be basically wasting my time. That is a significant problem. Now I don't want to play with my friends, and when I do play with my friends, I'm annoyed. I'm on, I'm like, come on, man, quit, quit killing the people that I'm trying to kill. That's just that's not. I just don't think it's good bounty design. I think the bounties need to be structured in a way where they can be shared. And if you do that, then I think it's a big win for the community. All of my shots were freaking immune on this guy. I can't believe that. Uh, Ginger 300. Really liking the double XP from Ava. Do you think uh, they should do double XP or more bounties, for example? Double XP for planetary bounties? I don't necessarily know if they want to do that. I mean, maybe for Flashpoint. right? Maybe for Flashpoint. I, they, could, they could do that. Um, they could say, hey, if you do the bounties on the Flashpoint... I think in general, planetary NPCs and Flashpoint and all that needs overhauled. Um... I think a lot of that stuff is... I like to do it because it changes things up, but there's no real strong reason to go do the bounties on the planets. There's no there's no strong draw. Um, you don't even you don't even have to think about it. There's no need um, because they're they're good for they're good for variety. I do what I call round robin strictly for the variety of it. I don't do it because. Um, I don't do it because it's particularly enjoyable. I'm like, oh man, this is so much fun. You simply have to do this. Uh, that's not why I do it. I do it because it's really, really, it, it changes things up, right? I'm going into different planets, I'm doing different activities, and then I'm cashing those bounties for the artifact. If it wasn't for the artifact, um, if it wasn't for the artifact or the season pass, I wouldn't care about any of that. You know what I mean? Um, I've argued for a long time against all these things that to me seem to make the game much easier and less of a grind, but at this point, so many people want this game to be a cakewalk that I just can't hold out any longer. Bring on the easy mode. I'm all for it now. Yeah, I mean, now you're just being tongue-in-cheek and, like, mocking people asking for reasons to play together. I, I just, I don't think it's that hard to come to grips with what we're saying. If I go and grab all my obelisk bounties, my conclusion after grabbing them should be, oh man, let's hook up and play together. Let's play together. Let's go run Sundial. Let's go run public events and stuff on the EDZ. Let's get these done. The exact opposite is happening in a multiplayer game. The entry point to the Season of Dawn are the weeklies on the obelisk, and the conclusion that any thinking player, any thinking player comes to when they grab them is, I better go off by myself to get these done, right? I... They don't need to be particularly hard. They don't need to be particularly arduous. Should they take a little bit longer than a daily or repeatable? Sure, that's okay. Also consider that the the Obelisk Weeklies are kind of like miniature quests each week. It's a way for them to extend the playtime and the content. I am totally okay with that, but I am, not, I, I am drawing attention to something that I believe is experientially damaging. No one's asking for a cakewalk. No one's asking for it to be easy. What we're saying is, I would like to boot up and play with my friends and not have that slow down my progress. So, uh, Sky Elliot, and what and what here? Let me let me go back one. What what T Funk is saying, I think, is really really good input. Bounties have never been particularly hard. If you want hard content, you can go solo the dungeon. You can run a two man Garden of Salvation challenge. It this is seasonal content that's meant to be grinded and I believe the hardcore spectrum is there if you want god rolls they're there if you want to really really blitz your obelisks that's a that's a time consuming thing 
each week to get all those benefits. I believe that there's plenty there for the hardcore players. You also have to remember that when Bungie's designing content for the hardcore players, there's a difference between hardcore content and hardcore challenging content. They never said that the seasonal content was going to be hardcore challenging. They said it was more endgame content. Endgame is not automatically hyper challenging. Endgame can be something that is merely a content loop for grind or god rolls or leveling. Endgame does not automatically have to be challenging. And I think some people have conflated the two. They're like, well, if they're going to give us end game content, then it should be challenging. No, that's that's you projecting on it, right? You got to back out in half an hour? Uh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, if we can even get into a strike, we keep getting current errors. I was literally just going to say a little bit ago, I've not been having any errors. Uh, I've not been having any errors. But... Um, the because I reset my modem this morning, but we're we're still we're still getting some. Um, we just got a couple of them. Uh, so I would I would say that the way that this content is structured is good from a logistical standpoint, right? From a logistical standpoint, it's good, but too much of the entry point is pushing people to play uh, by by themselves, right? too much it's it you're just pushing people to, to to play by themselves and i believe that's where the that's where the inherent flaw uh lies sky elliot says do you think obelisk weapon bounties should be reworked i personally don't like having my objective constantly changing thus altering my time to play example just killing vex versus doing three public event versus enemies and the strike playlist no i think the weapon frames on the obelisks are totally fine because that's optional and additional the main grind for the weapons is the sundial. You can grab those and do those if you want. I mean, primarily, truth be told, you really shouldn't even be doing that. You shouldn't be doing the frames right now. You're throwing you're throwing away your fractaline on them. You should be using those to level the obelisks. Um, and if they're literally going to give you a bounty, a ba- it's a bounty for a gun. Okay, keep that in mind. It's a bounty for a gun. <laughs> All right? no they they shouldn't they shouldn't make that like super easy i literally the one week they were so the two i picked up for the auto rifle were so synergistic i ran through one lost sector and completed both of them i i do not think the weapon frames need to be made any easier than they are on the actual obelisks i believe to a certain degree they pose a bit of a threat to people even wanting to run sundial once you get to the point where your progression of those bounties is faster and you can carry like three or four at the same dadgum time you can literally once you don't need to upgrade your obelisks anymore you can use all your fractaline on those bounties you can be getting you can be getting three or four guns at a ridiculous turnover rate um that's 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 going to be a potential i think problem in the other direction i think you're looking at the the weapon frames on the obelisk kind of upside down a little bit they're very very easy to complete and they are uh they're literally giving you a gun you know with a (laughs) with a good roll so you would hope that the increased rewards uh, in the sundial, and when you get to like 92 on the season pass, and you get that extra perk in the final lane, that people would see the value of running the you know the sundial over just farming the frames. Or as we've said, you grab the frames and try to complete them while you're in the sundial, so you're getting like the maximum amount of rewards for like a 20 minute play session. Um, they're not hard; they're just tedious. After doing those weekly obelisks, I'm like, ugh, no more. Yeah, just keep in mind that once all the obelisks are leveled up, anytime you get fractaline, it's like ten fractaline or however it's pronounced. It's like ten fractaline for a bounty. You're gonna you get a random hundred from doing something. That's ten frames. You get a hundred for your milestone of the sundial. So if you just do your three milestones a week, that's 300, that's 30 gun frames that you can buy. Like once the obelisk is all the way leveled up, those frames are going to be a great way to complement your reward rhythm. Um, yeah, and people have data mined it. I guess you're going to want to save it up for the Empyrean Foundation too. Um, uh, MS Scott says, what about splitting up bounties where there are solo and fire team and then adjust the requirements? Uh, by the way, this is the last question. If you guys have questions that are not specifically about bounties, you can submit those. Um, that's fine, though. If we want to have Q&A be shorter, I'm, I'm good either way. Um, 
this is where I said having one bounty for the planet and having one bounty for the sundial I think works really well and here's why number one you could do the one on the if like let's say you grab the EDZ and it's like do a bunch of stuff on the EDZ you can do that by yourself you can do that by yourself while you're waiting for your buddies to get online and also since sundial is match made you can go into the sundial and no worries your progression's not going to be slowed or hindered by matchmaking with people you'll be you'll be you'll be just fine uh, you'll be just fine you'll be able to play with zero issue um so Th- that that I think would work. Both the solo and the party and the, and the partied up player have a very similar experience. Having some that are solo and some that are not, and some that you know what I mean. I think that could get a little too much. That's called too much of a good thing. I, I think that would be too much of a good thing. We don't need that many dadgum bounties. You got repeatables. You got dailies. You got weeklies. You don't need to add on to that two more categories. Well, here are some fire team bounties, and here are some solo bounties. Like that, I think it can get just a little bit too too uh too convoluted for me personally i mean maybe other people would like that but i feel like that's maybe too much of a too much of a good thing that's why i started my talk by saying like i don't want it to make i don't want it to seem like man bungie screwed up big time here because i believe that the bounties they brought with shadow keep and even now the ones they've gotten in season of dawn i believe they've done a really really good job bringing back a great value point from destiny one we 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 all loved uh running bounties uh in d1 and that i think is uh is now another another value point they've added it just needs a little bit more refined it needs to feel more thoughtful it doesn't feel very thoughtful right now so salty says do you think raid specific ornaments would be a good way to bring old raids back to relevancy or do they need more sorry if this is off topic no i just said you guys can submit off topic questions uh because we had such a short q a i think people it's you can only ask so many questions about bounties that's totally understandable um the the raids themselves i believe can come back with contest modifier I think the biggest thing they're going to run into with contest modifier is it needs play tested. We kind of had that little debate yesterday. People are like, just just throw it on there. What the, what's the deal? Well, more than likely, they'd have to test the structure of everything. Like, how much health do the enemies get? How much health do the lanterns get? You know, how to stack a force of will against Callus? Does that is that going to scale properly? Uh, with contest modifier what about the bathers what about the dogs like are you going to make an encounter like in in literally impossible is it going to be literally impossible or is it going to be too easy like which is it going to be and if they if they were to do this i think they could and they should especially leviathan revitalize it with contest modifier they could do two things number one random roll all the guns because they're all static year one and then number two do what you're saying do really really nice uh ornaments so that you're you can re-earn the leviathan armor right now and there's some really really apparently leviathan armor has really really good stat propensities um for whatever reason and then you could go beyond that you could go beyond that and every encounter could have a chance to drop a uh, an ornament to make the armor look different, special, cooler, whatever. I still think ornaments for raids needs to be in a... Uh, we need to see that be inside of the... Like an NPC. Um, that's what. That's how I would do it. I, I, my, my concern has always been that if you want to give us a reason to run raids beyond... Uh, beyond those three, that's a really, really easy way to do it. Is have a raid NPC that you're leveling up. They have them, you know, give them, give them daily and weekly bounties. Give them a rank, and the higher rank you get with the raid NPC, the cooler ornaments you can get, or you know, the cool. Like, there's all sorts of cool things they could do with a raid NPC that has rank. They were really, really close to it. I mean, honestly, they were really close to it when they when they had uh, Benedict it was like oh my gosh a raid NPC we, we've been a- I, I always asked for that in D1 I was like I was like why does we not have a raid NPC with a rank that the more the more I raid the more I can show off how much I raid um, and when I saw the Benedict thing with the coins and stuff I was like oh my gosh they did it and then it, it, that's really not what it was so 
Uh, Dark Seraphim, do you think implementing a way to see someone's bounties to know what they're tracking is a possibility? This doesn't seem necessary if they were to just go the route that I said. Like, you just simplify the system to where if I'm playing with other people, it's not like cheesable or glitchable or whatever, but it's it allows me to play with other players and just continue playing. That's what it should ultimately look like. If you sit down on a Friday night and you love playing solo, you go right ahead. If I sit down for two hours and I play with my buddies, we should come out on the other end of that very similar. Now, I I obviously am probably going to run Sundial a little bit quicker than you, but as far as your bounty completion, there shouldn't be some dramatic differences between you and me. I grabbed all my I grabbed my eight weeklies from the obelisk. You grab your eight and you're doing it solo and I'm playing with buddies we should very very look very similar after those two hours our bounties should be very close or done for both it should not be a matter of oh wow you played with other players and you absolutely blitzed those bounties and they were trivial and easy and it also shouldn't be in the other direction which is where it presently is like if we had a race and you grabbed your eight bounties and you went and tried to run content with your friends to complete them and I went and did them on my own, I'm going to absolutely blow you out of the water. I'm going to finish in an hour and a half to two hours. Like we found some pretty fast ways of doing uh, the bounties, the weeklies. And I mean, you're, it's going to take you if you're playing two hours a night, it's going to take you days to get them done days and that's the problem you got multiple characters you got multiple weeklies i mean it's that kind of progression is going to start to feel hopeless you're just going to start playing by yourself uh jinja do you think that they should start adding new perks to older guns i'd love to see things like osmosis or demolitionist on something like blast furnace i don't think now is the time to do that i like that they introduced new perks like osmosis and vorpal um and they put them on the new guns um that i think was a better call spreading those to other guns in the future i'm sure they could do that but initially if they're going to add new perks if they're going to add new perks i think they need to add them on the new guns um i think that's the right call i just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me to say hey we got all these new guns and they got new perks but eh, we also threw them on everything else and then you're like wait so you know what what makes the new guns so appealing you know you want the you want the you want the new guns uh to be i think probably having a little a little a little bit more appealing double v33 in regards to afk farming essence for the dawning recipes do you think that this is needing to be patched uh to where forges need to be completed to get them or is it not worth it i mean i'm not going to get a, get up anybody's nose about the essence farming i i don't think that that's that big of a deal um, I definitely don't think people should do it. I'm not going to encourage people to do it. It's it's kind of hard, right? I have a platform, so people ask about it, and I read the question, and now everybody knows that you can do that. Uh, if Bungie are, is able to patch it within the dawning uh, event, you know, next week or something, they can roll out a patch that's like, oh, you have to complete it to get that currency. I think that'd be fine. I'm not going to die on this hill, though. I don't think it's as bad as people make it i think people maybe overstate it just a touch um it it, it 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 is probably annoying when it happens to you though you're like man i'm just sitting here trying to do um i'm just trying to do some some forges and i can't you know i'm i'm, I'm not able to get anybody to actually try and do it they're pretty easy to do now though but it is kind of annoying even if you do complete it it's not like you're sentenced to failure if somebody's afking but it is pretty annoying to sit there and carry some afk or through a piece of content i don't like it it's like no i'm not not feeding you you know uh, Lisby says, do you think Bungie should allow us to go back and farm the old raids for loot? We already answered this and how they could do it. 101 Ghost. To expand upon Salty's question, how do you feel about uh, de-ing, DEing gear that are a part of sets having a chance to turn into an ornament? Um... I also agree with raid NPCs with a raid specific currency is needed so you can outright buy what you want eventually. No, I was not saying that at all. A raid NPC would be purely for bounties and rank. I don't uh I don't think you need um you don't I don't want to buy a, a raid a piece of raid loot from an NPC. Um I don't I don't think so. Um that would be I think that would be a mistake. Uh so I don't understand what you mean by DEing. 
um, disenchanting. What is disenchanting? We don't do that in this game. Uh, I was just picturing an NPC that's like, "Hey, here's your weekly and daily bounties for the raid," and you and they they help you. Oh, dismantling. Oh, um, so dismantling gear that's part of the sets have a chance to turn into an ornament. To me, it would just make sense to again be like, "Hey." Here's the raid ornament set for Garden of Salvation, and we we now have a uh, you know we now have a a, a, a raid NPC that's going to track your garden runs, and if you run enough garden runs, you're going to rank up, and then you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be able to unlock these really really cool ornaments. I don't know. That makes more sense to me than you know how many times we're dismantling armor. I mean, there's so many times that you get armor in the uh, in the garden raid. So, all armor skins in the game should be ornaments. No, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I think it's a loot pursuit game, and if I'm going to be grinding for raid gear that I want to have god rolls on, I should have to do that in order for it to look that way instead of. All I gotta do is get a full raid armor set one time, and then I can always make my armor look like raid armor. I just I don't agree with that. I think that's I think that devalues it big time. Uh, Super says, do you think that they should expand on repeatable bounties? Do 15 crucible bounties in a week for an enhancement shard, 50 for an ascendant shard? I mean, we th- this is where you're getting into another lane of what I would call like too much of a good thing. There just is not a need. For, we don't, I don't think we need more bounties than are already in the game. There's already a lot. And I don't think we need to add more. Like, you're, you're trying to add, like, an overarching bounty. Like, oh, if you complete this and this and we... Now, you could say... You could, you could have it... This is, again... This is, again, where, like, a raid NPC... This is what it would look like, right? You could have your daily... Your daily, weekly, and repeatable bounties. And then you could have weekly objectives or monthly objectives at that NPC. And if you do, in a week, enough bounties or enough raid runs or enough strikes or whatever, and you complete those objectives, you go to the NPC and you cash in... uh, You cash in those rewards. And so you could do something like, like that with... Um, with a raid. You could say, hey, if you run enough raids in this month, we're going to give you uh, an ornament. And those ornaments are, you know, y- you got three You got three weeks in a season, so you do, you do two ornaments a week. You know, so by the end of the season, if you're, if you're hitting that monthly objective every month of running those raids, you get those, you get those, you know, those you get those seasonal uh, ornaments for the raid or whatever. And then by the end, you look awesome. Now you're like, oh, but what if I miss it one month? What would you do? I mean, basically, if you get into month two and you do it, you could get the pieces from the first and the second month in the same swing. That way you could boomerang a little bit, you know? And you're like, well, then you could wait till the last month. Well, sure, but that doesn't mean that it wouldn't be nice to have them before either. You know, you can definitely get them beforehand. And that's, uh, that's nice. Uh, Rain Dance. Couple, uh, you give me a f- quick tips on when to use anti-barrier overload or unstoppable. You just look at the modifiers. It'll tell you if there's going to be unstoppable anti-barrier or overload champions, and it puts the little symbol above them. Um, Hawk and Rain. Would it be good, uh, would it be as good if you ranked up, maybe you pass the 10th level, and every 10th level it could give you a boost to get an exotic from the raid? You're getting a little too specific now. You're getting down into like the minutia. I think big picture, they need to do that with a raid NPC. Doing something like you're saying, sure. It'd be nice to get a higher drop rate of the exotic or a better chance for the exotic in the raid if I'm being diligent and leveling the NPC. And then, you know, by the end of the season, I have a very high chance of getting that that raid's exotic, like the Anarchy or something. Um, I, I That would be nice. I, I But... I would rather them try to implement the system first before we get into like hyper specifics about what it does. Uh, Jinja thoughts on bounties auto completing once the objective is met instead of turning them in. Well, I mean that wouldn't be good because in some circumstances you people like to wait. 
uh, people like that clicking of the button on the bounty is like feels good. There's something about it, you, especially when you feel that vibration in the controller when you level up. Uh, also, right now, people like to party up. Maybe you complete a couple bounties and you are by yourself, and then you want to party up with your buds for those those bonuses, uh, the shared wisdom XP bonus. Um, sometimes your inventory is full. Sometimes your glimmer is full. Sometimes every you know something's full, and you want to kind of like thin that out uh, before uh, before you pop the bounties. So no, I don't think auto completing is number one. It does, it's not needed. It's not solving a pain point. Number two, it would likely create frustration because people like I liked being able to pop them when I wanted and not have them popping automatically. There's not some problem in the game right now that you're fixing by saying, "Oh, well we'll let you uh, we'll let we'll let them auto complete." You know, that that's you, there's no there's no there's no pain point or trouble being solved by that. Executioner. Speaking of AFKs, do you think a vote to kick feature for seasonal six-man activities would be useful, toxic, or not that big of an issue to consider? I don't think vote to kick would be a really good idea. I mean, there are people that will literally come into the public space and and and, and troll and disrupt what you're doing because there's just pathetic people in the world. Like that's they're not going to spend their time playing the video game. They're looking for people to annoy. And unfortunately, I know it wouldn't be super normative, but I don't think we need vote to kick. I just think they need to have a system that kicks AFKers. Uh, you know, if you're going to a match made six man activity and someone's AFKing, is it really is it on you to pay attention to that and then to vote, or is it on Bungie to manage that? You know, to detect the to detect the macro and to detect that somebody's running something or, or not contributing. You know, it's. I would say the, the, the onus is on Bungie to figure that out. It's not on the players to then be like, well, we better vote this person out. Um, and, you know, why not both? I just think anytime you give that level of control to players, it would be so easy to troll. You could go in as a three a three or four-man party in the Sundial and just always initiate vote to kick on people. And there are plenty of trolls and douches in the world that would just be like, yeah, vote, do it, you know? Because think about it. How many votes are you going to require? Five? Well, then it's almost pointless. Almost nobody... You'd have to have everybody always paying attention because there's always going to be that one guy that doesn't vote. So if you lower it and you only need four votes, it'd be really easy to take a four-man team... I'm sorry, a three-man team and go into matchmaking or a four-man team. You could go into matchmaking a sundial as a four-man team and literally always vote to kick. Vote to kick, vote to kick, vote to kick. Every single time you get to the end and kick out the other two people just to be a douche. That's the problem. Like, how would you even structure it? How many votes are required? How long do you have to vote? Like, all of that. It it, it could quickly turn into Trollville. Because you, I mean, I could see guys literally doing that for an entire night booting up with three or four players and going into the sundial and every time they get to the end of a fight and they're going back you know the boss is about dead initiating a vote to kick and kicking their fr- and kicking somebody out um, saying there are millions of uh, jerks going through sundial I I I'm not trying to be a cynic and I'm not trying to be jaded but I think there are lots of jerks in the world. And if somebody, especially anonymity brings out the worst in people, it does. And there's, how are you going to catch somebody doing that? The only way you would be able to limit that and limit to limit what we're talking about, you would, you would have to do something to where like a fire team, uh, it, it would have to be, you can only, you can only vote to kick in, I don't know, uh, in a freelance or something. Because if you have three or four players, you don't need to be initiating vote to kick. Just deal with the AFKers. Let Bungie handle that. Bungie should be handling the AFKers. If you're going into an activity with three or four people, you should not be able to initiate a vote to kick. Because if you require five, it would be pointless. Almost nobody would get voted to kick. Because again, there'd always be that one guy that wouldn't vote. And if it's less than five and it's four, it's really, really easy as a party of three or four people to basically always vote to kick and hope that either your party of four can always remove somebody from the game or your party of three could periodically get, I mean, get that extra vote that's needed. And I think, I don't know, it just feels, that doesn't feel like it's worth it. Is AFKing really that big of a problem that we need to add an entire system that would likely lead to more frustration, more irritation than what's presently happening? Obey Supreme. 
Bounties with help beacons like Monster Hunter Division 2 would help uh, on a multiplayer quest. Bounties with help beacons? I don't know what that is. I mean, I, I, I think it's... it's We don't need to create elaborate systems for the bounties. The bounties just need to be able to be done with a team, shared, so you're not constantly having things taken from you. Uh, and they shouldn't be so narrow and specific. You know, it's okay if they take a while. The issue is not how long they take. The issue is the experience. He means waypoints or arrows that show you where to go. I, that just doesn't seem like it's needed. Johnny always. I'm somewhat concerned D2 is leaning too much into bounties, be it for the obelisks or for XP to raise the season pass. Is Bungie, is Bungie undermining the value of their core activities? I'm late to Q&A. Please skip. Here's the thing. I don't think bounties are on their own doing that. I think the way the bounties are designed are doing that. Instead of just saying, go run strikes, go run sundial, go run crucible. It's kill this enemy type with this weapon in this way. And you're like, oh, well, frick, that's going to take a while. So what do people do? What do they do? They naturally fixate on it and then they siphon off on their own they get on their own and then that's all they focus on you know and they don't play with other people so after this strike guys it'll probably be time for Zer. so we'll probably try and find Zer. also we're you know we're hoping maybe saint 14 shows up today in the tower if not he'll probably be here tuesday which is a bit of a bummer but we were thinking he might show up friday with Zer. As a, as a soft hint at, you know, maybe he'll, maybe he's the new Trials NPC or something, uh, and showing up on Friday would be another soft hint about that. But again, it's all, we're, we're, we're speculating. We're speculating. Uh, so. Next question. Um, oh, leaning too much into bounties. Yeah, so, I mean, as far as leaning too much into bounties, I think bounties are great. I think having all this supplementary stuff to do and grind and check those boxes and getting XP and getting currency and getting bright dust, I really do think it's great. I do. I think it's great. And it just needs to promote. That was something, too, that I, I maybe I should have stressed in a little bit clearer terms in the talk. Bounties shouldn't be promoting such unnatural play. Again, if you're fixating on a particular enemy type and killing them in a particular way with a particular weapon, I think that can lead to really unnatural unnatural playing. It, it should just be a lot simpler. Get bow kills on Cabal. Get grenade kills. Get super kills, you know, in the sundial. Um, generate and pick up orbs of light in the sundial. So you're just like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go in here and it'll just kind of happen on its own. I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna be playing and uh, it'll, it'll just kind of get done on its own. I do think that they've just, they've, they've doubled down. They're, they're, they're lengthy and that they require you to do a lot. It's a high number. They're quantitatively high, like a hundred and some odd kills. And then they're really specific. And then they're a lot easier to complete by yourself. They have kind of like three things working against them. And so it leads to really unnatural play flow, solo play flow. And then, you know, at the end of the week, what are you really going to feel like you did? Well, I didn't play with any of my buddies. You know, it just, it, we were all working on bounties. So Bungie implemented a really, really good system that by its nature is just funneling people away from each other and away from natural play flow. And I believe that's the primary problem. Um, it's, it, it, if it takes just as long to complete the bounties, I think everybody would be totally fine with that. As long as they were playing with their buds and playing in a natural way and not an unnatural way. It feels very unnatural right now. Executioners is an idea I had when I DG first launched and hyped the four-man crucible modes. I always thought it was weird you could play and grow with a set of team in PvP, but have one person left out there grinding PvE. Probably moot point now, but maybe for the next Destiny, are you opposed to possibly four-man strikes, destination roaming? Well, the four-man modes are not really a mainstay in the game anymore. I think three-man works. I think having three-man, I think having 3v3 and the crucible or 6v6 is fine and then three man strikes is fine now if public event space gets really really big in the next game i would say six man patrols would be a nice update 
I don't know if you want six man strikes though. Dungeons and strikes being three man, that just feels like a nice sweet spot. There's three classes, there's three subclasses. Um, I don't know if you need to go that that inordinately high. But if Bungie were to go to dedicated servers rather than peer-to-peer instancing for public space and the public space was significantly larger, I would be 100% okay with them saying, yeah, you can do six-man patrols now. Right now, six-man patrols would be a little absurd. I mean, the areas are so small. Um, it, and I think it would break some of their, it would break some of their instancing. Because it's like, you would be, you would be instancing with people um, and... I don't know why I got stuck there. Uh, you'd be instancing with people and then not actually... N- nobody could find an instance if they were solo. It'd be harder and harder to find an instance because every instance would be full of like a six-man fire team. Well, not every instance, but I would... If I had to guess why they're not doing it now is it would probably make their instancing... Like their instancing netcode. When you drive from Trossland to another area on the EDZ on your Sparrow and you get that little loading screen that loading screen is the game trying to find you somebody to connect to they're, they're putting you in an area with another person who's basically the host for that area now if they were to eliminate that and go to dedicated servers number one the areas could be significantly bigger that's why it kind of feels like a string of pearls whenever you're going through a public space it's like here's a big area drive to the next here's a big area drive to the next there's no big gigantic open areas where you can see really really far like when you go to the top of a hill in Skyrim or Red Dead Redemption 2 or something there's no big giant open areas in Destiny some of that has to do with the engine some of it has to do with peer to peer like that's just if without dedicated servers you can only do so much and if they were to do that I'd be okay with a six man fire team patrol area but I don't think we need bigger fire teams for strikes uh, or dungeons um, you know because even right now, Lost Sectors, you don't need six people down in there. You gotta remember, the public space in Destiny has a lot attached to it. It has patrols, public events, and Lost Sectors, and adventures. And all those things would have to be retooled if you could suddenly take six people into them. It'd be, it, it, could, it could get into the theater of the absurd where it, they, just, they didn't design the adventures, they didn't design the patrols or the Lost Sectors or even the public events for six coordinated people to be, you know hanging out, just doing their thing, just melting everything that's in their path, um, strikes too, you know, some content's just designed for a smaller team. So that's going to take us right up to reset. Saint 14 might show up. We know Zer's going to be here in a couple of minutes and we just melted the boss. So that's a perfect way to end it. And that's the last question. If you're here right now and you've enjoyed this right now, uh, it's like an interactive podcast you can listen to while you're grinding destiny or going through your workday. It's also a family friendly stream. If you're enjoying the content, remember to click follow and turn on notifications. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at say no to rage.com. And I'm going to stay live right now. So don't leave. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Subscribe.